David, I want to talk to you a bit about the master plan that Gil Renard has in this movie. His big scheme when he kidnaps Bobby Rayburn's son is that what he wants is that he wants Rayburn to hit a home run tomorrow night, but then he wants him to put up a photo of Gil on the Jumbotron and dedicate the home run to Gil, a true fan. If not, the kid dies. And he also warns him, if that pitcher goes easy on you, I'm going to kill your fucking kid. Another line that's kind of like a weird sore thumb of like tonality and stuff like that, where you're like, I don't think you get to like have somebody say that in a movie that you're making this casually. But yeah, so he he does, which is, it's unclear exactly like, you know, it's clear what he wants. And then at the end of it, so like, I I guess we can spoil some of the the baseball action here. So like during a, uh, this is a, I guess a howling rainstorm, like the sort of weather system that would be described as Tony Scottian if you found yourself getting caught mm-hmm. in it, like big stylized mm-hmm. sideways drops. Snipes almost hits a homer and is robbed at the at the wall. And he's really stressing and he's making a lot of, like there's like maybe five different cuts to him just making pee-pee faces in the rain, looking upset and like looking up because he's worried that he's not going to be able to hit this homer and save his son's life. He finally winds up hitting an inside-the-park home run. He is safe, slides in across the plate, but is called out by the ump, who is revealed in, I guess you'd have to call it an Enrico Palazzo twist, to be De Niro in disguise as the home plate umpire. Why did he call him out? I have no idea. How did he get into the stadium? How did he, I presume he murdered an umpire? How did he get suited up as an umpire? And also, if his master plan was to have a tribute to him by Rayburn on the field, then why wouldn't he let the home run count so that he could get his tribute? (laughs) This is the part that I... Also, what was his plan for getting out of the stadium? Hard to say. I mean, it's like, obviously, it all kind of goes downhill from there, especially once Snipes (laughs) recognizes him and, like, rocks him in the face and hits him with a bat. Which is, again, one of those things that, like, you could say if you wanted to be generous that it's similar to the handgun on the field moment from uh, The Last Boy Scout. But it's not. It's not like, you know, it doesn't have, it doesn't work nearly as well. A larger question, too, is that at this point, Rayburn and the police are in a manhunt trying to find this guy, right? The cops have been, like, closing in on, on Gil Renard. So why would they let him play a game if there's a plan to, like, murder his son? that the cops already know about. Why would they it's let him take the field? Question. I, I assume that it has something to do with like TV contracts. Like maybe that's like a, <laughs> whatever, like ESPN's Tuesday night thunderstorm baseball game of the week or whatever. It is, it's extremely confusing. Why is it so dark during the game? Why are they playing in like rain to the point where there's like standing water all over the place? Like there's a lot of it that, you're forced to ask these questions strictly because of how much fucking slack is in the movie watching experience. Like yeah. you have to wonder because otherwise nothing else is happening. It's also worth mentioning that Gil calls into Ellen Barkin's radio show, which is now being broadcast from the stadium during the game. He calls in from a payphone in the stadium to like taunt the police and be like, you'll never catch me. I'm here yeah. by the way. <laughs> he says, <laughs> He says, this is going to be one of the most amazing nights in the history of the game. He says, Bobby Rayburn's going to have the night of his life tonight. And what do you hope that uh, he'll get out of it, Gil? And he says, some people are ungrateful and they should be taught a lesson. 
Which again is like, <laughs> this like, is where would you just let that down. be on the radio if <laughs> <laughs> like a murder threat. Like, honestly, like, again, as somebody that's listened to a lot of sports talk radio, like, you can walk, it's like getting banned on Twitter. You can walk right up to that line. Like, you can say that yeah. the, this guy's ungrateful. It's like, people are calling in every day being, like, talking about, like, Giancarlo Stanton like that and being like, he thinks he's so cool because yeah. he's got muscles. Well, I don't think it's that cool to have muscles like that. Like, there's a million fucking knobs doing that. You are not allowed to then be like, I'd love to kill him and eat him. Like, that's where they pull the plug <laughs> on you. You can't do it. <laughs> So, so De Niro gets killed. Uh, he gets shot when he's pretending to... I don't know why. He's on the mound with a in knife that he's uniform. getting ready to pitch in his umpire uniform and his face on the Jumbotron. And it's like, why is this... Why is this happening? Like, what, wouldn't the whole stadium have been evacuated? Yeah. Once one of the ball players was shot dead? The face on the Jumbotron is amazing, too, because it's like, you don't even, if, like, a fan runs on the field, the broadcast won't show the fan running on the field. Like, that's, like, a thing that they realized. It sends the wrong message. I would say that putting the man who's getting ready to throw a knife at your team's best player on the Jumbotron in extreme close-up also sends the wrong message. 